You know, when you're talking to someone and you can tell they're trying to present an idea to you, but they fly through the whole pitch so fast and end with a statement a la, but I know you're so busy, or I don't know if that's something you'd be into. And you're kind of trapped there, dumbfounded, unable to have room to even say if it's something you'd be interested in. Me too. I've also been the person flying through the pitch many a time, recently even. Today, we're talking negative space. Welcome back to Say What You Mean, presented by Doe Creative. I'm your host, Lauren. We're glad you're here. Part of mastering the art of communication, especially as a creative, especially as a creative trying to build a sustainable, creative based career, is learning the subtle art of timing. And no, I don't mean how long it takes you to reply to a DM or the perfect ratio of texts unanswered before it gets weird. This is the timing of your cadence, whether that be in person, over the phone, or even in your writing. The room you give for your statement to breathe or for your client to respond or the lack of room you give in completely smothering your statement says a lot about your confidence, yes, but it also has a lot to do with your overall credibility. A lot of who we're communicating with, whether that be your existing clients, clients you're hoping to gain, or even other artists that you're working alongside, requires a decent amount of creative vulnerability. That's scary no matter how conscious you are of it. It's super easy to rush through your thoughts, blurting out what you have to say just to get to the end of it because it's, however deeply rooted, uncomfortable. We're not allowing our ideas to fully resonate with ourselves or the person we're talking to. If we get it all out and slam a lid on top of it with a buffer statement that, um, it's just something I'm thinking of, it might not be that great, then if it sucks, at least it doesn't seem like we're deeply invested or passionate about the concept. It can't hurt us if we don't seem to care. If the client doesn't book with us, well, then we already expected it, right? It's self-sabotage. Think of the person you know that comes across to you as the most confident. Do they ever seem rushed when they're speaking? Unlikely. Confidence implies a certain comfort and belonging in whatever environment you're in. And when you have a sense of comfort, you don't mind taking up space or time with what you're saying. When you have confidence in what you're communicating, you allow it to be heard all the way. You allow it to be digested and you give room for the response. And you might be thinking, I feel confident in my ideas, but I still feel like I'm t-shirt cannoning them to whoever will listen. Here's a way to sync up your mouth, your brain, and your heart. Next time you're having a conversation surrounding what you do creatively, or really any conversation this can apply to, take a pause of one breath, inhale and exhale, before you reply to the person you're conversating with, and take a full breath, inhale, exhale, after the first question or statement that you make that you would garner a reply to. Give them room to talk back. How do you apply this to written communication? Well, here's how I've been trying to do it. I like to call it an at-a-glance message. If my DM, text, or email 
can't be digested at a glance, I'm trying to shove too much information in. This is strategic in two ways. One, it gives room for the question or statement to stand on its own legs. It can be fully seen and translated to the person reading, and they have a chance to respond to only that. Not the main idea along with all the filler conversation I've shoved in there as insulation. It's naked by itself in the message. This can feel really counterintuitive, especially living in a very noisy world where everyone is fighting to get a word in. If you feel like you're not being heard or you can't get your voice in, try making yourself as still as possible. Listen attentively. Give the person the respect and honor that you would want if you were making a statement. Fully resonate and allow their words to sink in. And then when there's a moment, take a full breath and reply. It's honestly sort of a psychological hack, if nothing else, for yourself giving you back full control over your words, responses, and even the room you leave in between. The negative space you leave tells a huge story. One of my main priorities as an artist, a creative professional, is to work to make every single one of my clients feel as comfortable, welcome, and educated as possible. Not in a know-it-all sense, there is certainly nothing new under the sun, and any idea I share is found from several sources but educated in the sense that they feel like they're at the table and they know what's going on. They can speak to the same regard that they feel I am. And if they don't understand something, I've created the baseline of balance and comfort that they feel comfortable asking a question without feeling dumb. I like to think of this as leveling the playing field. If I sense someone is uncomfortable with the room I'm giving them to respond or with something that I've said, whether that's that they don't fully understand it or there's context missing, I'll work to balance that out. That may be me responding with explaining something, or it could be as simple as asking them a question on a topic that they're passionate about. Making your client feel seen and listened to authentically will take you miles further than the perfect sales pitch. What does this all boil down to? Stop saying no for somebody else. Stop deciding that. Your idea isn't going to be received well, rushing through it and not leaving any space for that no because you're so afraid of it that you don't even give room for a yes to fit if they wanted to put it there. Slow down, take a breath, and say what you mean. Today's episode is brought to you, as always, by our amazing community of Patreon supporters. We literally would not be here without you guys, and it's an honor to continue to make content, create podcasts, and have conversations with you guys. If you're not currently part of our Patreon community and you're interested in getting these episodes a day early, as well as access to loads of exclusive content behind the scenes, early access to things like the Daily Doe newspaper, and being added to our close friends list on Instagram, Head to patreon.com slash co to sign up for as little as $3 a month. We'll see you there. This episode's recommendation comes from the almighty TikTok. I honestly can't remember, nor can I find the creator that I personally saw this from, but I have heard ideas like it before. And if you know who posted this originally, please let me know because I would love to shout them out and tag them on our Instagram. Yesterday, I was avoiding what I was supposed to be doing and watching TikToks. I saw this creator talk about what they deemed the scary hour. They put a timer on for one hour, 
and that hour is devoted only to doing what they've been avoiding. Responding to DMs, finishing a project, starting a project, sending that scary email or mailing something out in the post office. They start with the smaller, less daunting tasks and work up to the really scary ones. You know, the ones that have been in your planner for the last three, four weeks. Who knows? What's scary to me may not be scary to you, but it's my scary hour and I will use it how I see best. I tried this today and I got literally more done in that scary hour than I have in quite an embarrassing amount of time. It feels like a race and gamifying what you don't want to do seems to really work for some of us. Give it a shot and let me know how it goes. I'm going to try and document my scary hour the next time I give it a go and I'll put it on our Instagram for you guys to see. So keep an eye out for it there as well. As always, thank you tons for joining us for another episode of Say What You Mean. I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode, your takeaways, your favorite or least favorite lines, and what you think we should talk about next head over to our Instagram at Co, and let's start a conversation. If you have a moment, please take it to review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. It helps us a ton and I've been reading all of them. They've been a huge inspiration and encouragement to me personally. I really appreciate it. Next episode, we're going to be talking about setting boundaries and keeping your own boundaries with yourself and with clients. Be sure to tune in. Until then, I'll be over on our Patreon and our Instagram. See you there.